Support for this podcast comes from Walgreens. Let's start with everyone out there who loves a good story. Now, narrow it down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are dedicated to living their best life. That's you, right? Well, Walgreens created a new, easier way to shop, save, and stay well just for you. It's called My Walgreens. And when you join, you'll discover personalized deals, instantly earn unlimited rewards, and receive real-time local health alerts. Join for free at MyWalgreens.com. Exclusions apply. All right. Hello and welcome to another edition of Classic Black Dude Podcast. Kate Pasa. Uh, how you doing? Uh, au revoir down. That's goodbye. I mean, bonsoir. Bonsoir. Yeah, that French shit. I've been to Montreal before. That's the closest I've ever been to niggas in Paris. Um... <laughs> What's happening? Uh, it's a lot going on right now. I'm so excited to be back here. A lot's been going on. I've been at weddings. This is comedy wedding season, so I've been at comedy weddings. They're having a good time. A lot of new things going on. We're talking about some great things today. Uh, GQ just put out a thing, New Masculinity. We're going to talk about that. Princeton giving away reparations. Yes, Phil, uh, Uncle Phil's alma mater is giving 27 mil that we're going to have to split up 14 million ways, depending on what you identify as, <laughs> as far as black or not. A lot of things going on um, with me, and I'm I'm just I'm just in a good place, man. On a personal note, my mom was sick recently, and uh, I know that took like a, a super serious turn. But that's the thing about a microphone; you just kind of say everything that's going on, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm way more comfortable talking to however many people are listening than just like a one-on-one conversation at a restaurant. That's why I don't date really, because I'm just not good at it. I'm not trifling or anything like that. I'm just not good at dating. But anyway, this is classic black dude with your host Clark Jones, aka Pot Strickland. Today on the show, I'm very excited uh, to have our guest here, Kenny DeForest. Kenny DeForest. <laughs> For the people watching the video, there's a white guest who is super late, super late. So, like, man, I wish we had, we're going to have to do, like, some CGI. We're going to have to CGI somebody in and just give him white man opinions. We're going to speak for Kenny. But who is here, who I'm very excited about, sorry hey. if I sound like Stephen A. Smith, is my boy David Bory. The G is silent. Hey. The G is super silent, man. Yes, and he's, sir. he's here, and I'm so excited because, like, it's one of those things, like, from the outside looking in, people assume that uh, all black comics know each other. They don't assume all black people know each other. Yeah. Then it's, if it's a black comic, it's assume all black comics. And then if it's, uh, I call it alt black everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah that's my, it's like a catch That's my terminology for anybody who kind of is under the Hannibal Burris umbrella. Which look, man, we are all we both are. Yo, we, we, 100%. It, it's undeniable. There's like 15 of us who are all like, is it? It might be more than. Am, I mean, what's the criteria as far as like? I mean, if you do slow rhythm comedy if, and yeah. you're not white, then yeah, yeah. if Hannibal it, had something to do with that, if your like, pre- <laughs> if the premise of your joke is super low and then the punchline just goes up to another level, then yeah, you're you got, under that been, Hannibal umbrella. You know, his name is Hannibal. We all like. <laughs> So we I've all, heard. We no. all watched it. So we, I, or I did. I know. I so much. It really is like, man. His first album is. You know what? This is this is a new thing. I know it's always been like, man. You can't you can't compliment somebody too much. No, I don't give a damn. His first album is a masterclass yeah. in joke writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many comics. He's very are, good at it. It's like <laughs> it's just like boom. He also boom, is boom. like. He's also like on the back end. 
like I got my first agent because of Hannibal. That's what the word on the street is, and yeah, everybody yeah. talks about that in like a passive aggressive way. <laughs> no, damn, I mean it as a good. I, I you mean are, it but a I good mean thing. comics who are not David, and they're like, man, Hannibal got him an agent, and everybody's like, okay, how you feel about that though? Oh, I don't There's know. So much competition. I didn't, in I, didn't, I didn't. I don't know what to say about it's, that. You, you ain't gotta say nothing. <laughs> you ain't gotta say nothing. You ain't even gotta comment on it. Just, just, I'll just. And I, mean, I don't know if he like he. I did the work. Like he just he passed my shit along. Nah, bro, he signed you. Yikes! To, uh, Yikes! WME. He Yikes! Signed, he signed you. Yikes! To Endeavor. Is that who you are? Are you with? Can no, you... I'm. I'm with ICM. They're good. Yeah, and it's the guy Hannibal has since fired the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's fired. Uh, well, we'll get Hannibal on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let to... me. I don't want to tell his story. I don't. I don't even know it. What I will. What I will say beyond comedy. Beyond comedy, as somebody who's shit watched him for ten years at this point since I started comedy, um, I nobody shouts out. People don't really know his business acumen. It's crazy. Yeah, it ain't man. even fuck the jokes. It's crazy when you see guys like that, and then you, then you don't you didn't even know that before. Like I've been touring for Eric Andre. Come catch me on the North American leg of the tour. Oh shit, Sarah's firm uh, <laughs> too, or just you? Just me now. Okay. Sarah damn. had done the first half, and then you I'm doing this. took a white woman's job. Damn. Finally. Damn, bro. finally. Dude, finally. new masculinity. Man. <laughs> new masculinity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, when I watch him, it's an, it's that, like, I'm like, man, oh, you're where you're at because you're very savvy. Because you're, cause you're on your shit. But, yeah. like, that's so, the juxtaposition of that with what people see on stage. And yeah, what, they think like, he's like an idiot. Oh, just like, yeah, well, yeah. can I pay you $3 for this tour? He's like, yeah, man, I'm crazy. Give me <laughs> beer and cocaine. And that's not, like, these guys, that's what I watch for, in a, like a mentor or somebody look at. Comedy going to be, that's the art. It's going to be what it is. But, like, how do you go about your business? And them two dudes, like, 100%. they go about their business They're in a doing very, well. like, there's stories in Chicago of, like, with $15 and handles, like, Yo, I need my bread. Like you got a story about when he came. Then you have him in. Oh, when we were Portland, in San Francisco. San Francisco, or no, San San Diego. He was tweeted it? about it, but it was like it wasn't a money thing though. It was just like the venue was just not doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah, and he pulled the plugs on the weekend shows. He just didn't do it. Yeah, and I had never seen anybody do that. <laughs> Didn't you guys get him in San Francisco too for like a thousand? And oh, then... we got him for a thousand, and then he got some more money out of us. Okay, right, right. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, like. Or we had him in Oakland for a thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Oakland. I knew it was yeah, the back, Bay, but yeah, back when I was like, because when we got him, I was like, I was so new. I was like, yo, dudes are getting a thousand dollars for one night. Was that impressive when you find out? I couldn't believe we were giving him a thousand dollars and some alcohol, and I was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, this is why the world is like, fuck the middle class. Or like, because you're either getting too much money or you ain't getting shit. It's yeah, no, comedy, it's a bad, it's it's rough, man. You're never making exactly what you're worth. You're either, you have no money until you have good money. And then it's it's over, it's too much money. Not too much as in you don't kinda, need it, but it's like, kinda. wait, you paying me what? Yeah, to do? yeah, like. It's, it's, it's an odd thing, so like. It's, I've seen it more now in LA and I, I feel like I, I don't like to talk about specifics of money too much with people because I've never it's it's more than times than not least it's something bad you know yeah. what I mean yeah, like do you talk specifics with friends when they're like hey man well, how you doing out here 
But there's also like a level of like, we need that transparency because a lot okay. of people aren't talking about it and a lot of people are getting screwed True. because of that, especially be- via whatever your first job is or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, it is like a tough line, I think, to walk. It, uh, it, it's because like, and it's like, just know that being on TV pays no money for stand up. But writing for TV <laughs> pays a bunch of pays money. The, oh my God. Like, I, did, I don't do it, but boy, I hear about it. But you've done like ESPN. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like the, you did the SPs, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that a good paying gig? Yeah. I think they lowballed me probably. See? Because you ain't know. Because I didn't know. And I, I had not done. I also didn't enjoy the experience of it. Because you're not a sports dude. Is that I, what it was? I am enough. And it was. I'm not a. I, I just, man, you're writing those jokes for NBC or ABC or whatever. And for Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, who had just won a Super Bowl for the Broncos, so I was very excited. Ah, uh, okay. Like, we got to meet him and stuff. It was just like, he came in and, he, can I, I can talk about that, right? You can talk about anything. He came in and he was like, I don't want to make jokes about the Ball family. And I was like, well, that was my whole packet, dog. Wait. <laughs> He didn't want to talk about Lonzo he wanna, and he didn't want to disparage Lam- any athletes. Oh, so was, what did he want to disparage? Owners? I don't. No, it was. It <laughs> he was, definitely it didn't want to talk about. It was. Owners. Dif- it was difficult. It was difficult. It was uh, just not. That's just not the way that I'm creative. The best is all. It's different, man. That's one of the things. And Patrice talked about uh, golden handcuffs. You know what I mean? Where like, yeah, you get a lot of money for doing for writing. And but or for even ascending in comedy, because there's com- comedians you never heard of and people are like, oh, you're a failed comic because you they don't see you all the time. Yeah. But I'm like, that dude makes three million a year. Ralphie May was making two mil easy off just doing stand up. Yeah. And Roast Battle was like icing. You yeah. Know what I mean, exactly. Like exactly. that wasn't even his cash cow because exactly. it's like Comedy Central pays for a lot. So motherfuckers ain't getting. That's why Netflix was so crazy. With, with what they were paying, and it was a big, you know, they had a big riff because, like, Comedy Central can't afford to, I don't know what they can afford, but they wasn't paying no motherfuckers the same price for less time, and it's, it's just a different thing. Yep. It's a different thing. Money money is a, money is a, it drew a lot of comics over to what Netflix is doing, but they're reducing now. They're not putting out as many specials. They're like, I no. think that's probably for the best, right? I would think so, but at, because, because like, tell the truth, who gives a fuck about a special? Yo, <laughs> right now, but like, yo, they paid Dana can, Carvey ten mil, and I, I was I like, believe, I, I give be, a fuck. <laughs> I believe that, but like, we're not gonna get Dana Carvey. Who, man, this is they front loaded, hot, hot, hot. This take, is hot. This hot is take hot. right now. Uh, who's who? It's only old guys and old men and women getting money. Who's yeah? Getting, who's our age? Who's getting dough? In for stand a special. Up, for a special, who's our age? It's, no, no. It's who's younger than us. See, we're in the How middle. How old are you right now? I'm 36. I'm 32. So you think, yeah, there's people younger than us. If you're 24, <laughs> like, and here's a, what's If the, you're 24, I hate your the, comedy. Fuck, it's, it's trash, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, and, and you only understand comedy money as a great thing. Like, you don't even know, like, what's a drink ticket? They're yeah, like, you don't even I know. I just got 
a half a million. I was sleeping on fucking couches for years. It's it's breaking so, teeth, eating. It's fucking so popcorn. funny. It's so funny to see, and this is how I know because I joked with you about this. Uh, this is how I know a, a, a comedians getting money or about to get a big big check when they post some sort of struggle before. Like, because the following week, it'll be like, yo, get my own special. But the week before, it was like, man, y'all don't even understand, man. This is crazy. I was sleeping on the, like, like the futon with the cockroaches. Yeah. It's like, you kind of, oh, you're, you're humbling you're so humbling. you can brag hard as Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. Next no, it's week. a setup for the flex. It's a setup for the flex? Yeah, it's 100. It's Every- like the... It's Yo. the before picture so you can hit him with that after. 100%. 100%. Yo, this is an insight. If you see a comedian talking about, oh, man, yeah. they struggle. Anybody just, who's like, I was on the train. Just do. <laughs> like, man, I moved to New York and I ain't had no money. Yeah. Like, like, I couldn't even afford. Y'all had the train? Y'all had it that good? I was like, man. Oh, man. My, I, my, I posted my account balance, but I ain't posted. I just took the screen grab. But and like, then, bam, I'm in dude. Paul Blart 3. Yo, but, but now, me on the set of comedy. To America too, mm-hmm. which what you think? How which you think, is fine, man. How you think that movie's gonna do? Boy, I you fuck. you you looking you excited about it? No, no, I don't. I don't really like reboots like that. But this is a sequel. I whatever, man. No, <laughs> I think it's. I, I want it to be really good because, like, man, that movie is like it's, in my heart. Like growing up, I watched it so much, yeah, so yeah. I do want it to be good, but. I, I it's like twenty years later. What what are you talking about? When is that ever cool? But Jermaine Fowler's the new prince. He's uh, the pr- oh, he's Hakeem. He's a, he's the I didn't know son that. of Hakeem. Who's Arsenio? Oh, the friend. Oh, because it's number two, so <laughs> it's yeah, coming to so America too. So he's Hakeem's son. He's Hakeem's son and or grandson, just, and he's just like from New York now. He just lives in New York, he but he's still African. Queens. But he's. But I mean, he's still. I'm sorry. If you're wonder. African though, and you grew up here, you're from here. It's, I'm okay. African, and I grew up here. Like you were born and raised here. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask you about that too because there's a new thing. I don't know if you heard about the this. Eidos. Not the Eidos, but the there's a new show on CBS written by Gina Yashir that I love. Ash Abby Shola. I, 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 I don't don't quote me on this and don't counsel me. I love Abby Shola and. Uh, there was a big Twitter uproar because one of the characters, Abby Shola is Nigerian, and she says like black men, American black men, are at the the bottom of her dating pool because, and she just kind of goes in saying basically wing shit. Yeah, yeah. And it and it, it brought up the divide between um, uh, people of African descent and African Americans, right? Yeah. And like I was, I feel like that was taught to us on purpose. Like in your family, I mean, who do you think taught it? <laughs> who who else? The white man who I, didn't show up today. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got a lot to answer. I feel for. like they. Took, I don't know. Truthfully, do you feel like that? I don't think they care about that like that. You, the division between Africans and African Americans. I think that was put on us by those two people. I, more I, than it was by the. I white people don't know that there's a rift between that. I feel. You know that, what I'm saying. I feel that if we, I have, and I look, I have no empirical data on this. Let me preface me it with either. that. Me either. I'm, I'm totally, just, I can I'm barely read. Ball, like, I'm this is all in here. Right. I don't know if this <laughs> mic is on or not. Three white men helped me put this together. They just picked me up off the street. Yo, my account was negative dollars, right? And I'm just like, man, how am I going to make it? New podcast. Uh, but I, 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 
don't every oh, I'm cool with all the Africans. Most people, a lot of people assume that I'm West African, and I am down the line. But I mean, we're all West African. We are. <laughs> this is so, true. They didn't go. I mean, they, I I have so many theories, but I'm from Sierra Leone. Like, oh, I feel like shit. Sierra Leone, Freetown, especially encapsulates what the Black diaspora is more than maybe any is that other where, place. Is in that the where world. the door of no return is? The what? The door of no return. You no. know that it's like a it's like an infamous door, like the last door that the slaves walked through. Before they got on the boats. Oh, I don't. I think that's know Sierra Leone. That. It might be. It's like Amistad was the yeah. Timney people or oh. the Mende people. Mende or Timney is the two biggest groups there. But it's like it was like. But the whole point of it is like Sierra Leone was founded by the Portuguese and they couldn't hang, and then it became a British <laughs> colony. It's just okay. truthfully. I but then it, be, then it became Freetown was it was freed slaves from Europe. Okay. The Nova Scotians, who were the people who fought for the British in the Revolutionary War, they were the black people who fought for the British in the Revolutionary War because the British told them that they would receive land if they fought for them. And so then wait, they, and, wait, hold on. So like Nova Scotians as in can Canadians? In Canada, there was a settlement of black people that the British people gave up okay. there. The Nova Scotians went to Sierra Leone, and then the Maroons from the Caribbean, which was basically just like a bunch of wild black people okay. that they couldn't control, moved there too, and then mixed with the local cultures, and that's like what Sierra Leone is. So they so did. It's like, so so people did return back. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it was also when the British outlawed slavery, they were sniping boats. So boats would be leaving the West, West Africa, yeah. and the British would shoot them down and bring those people also back to Sierra Leone. Oh, so they were some riders. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> also, it's like, so like, I feel like, in my heart, personally, I feel like what black people is, I think Sierra Leone is a pretty good representation of that. I love black Nova Scotians because uh, it's a testament to like, yo, how much... This that's the nth power of black people not trusting white people, because yeah. these motherfuckers went from Georgia, and they was like D.C. ain't far enough. Nope. No, nah, <laughs> New York ain't far enough. Keep going, keep going. Put them we in going Canada. All the way. Fuck, we ain't got on shoes, but we going to Canada. They and, made, they tried it too. They were up there for a while, I think. It's I, a big population to this day. Oh, of, they're still up of, there of black folks in Nova Scotia. Oh, you know what? That's why when you watch Trailer Park Boys. Yes, yeah. Because it's, that show is in the Maritimes, and that's why there's black people on that show. It's, dude, the, I, I, I would love to talk to a black Nova Scotian man because- uh, I bet you they don't get out much. They don't trust shit. They don't leave. they like, look- Oh, that sounds like black people from no other place. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they different. They don't trust people. Yeah, they don't trust anybody. I, that's a, that's a, we're going to take a quick break, man. We're talking about shit, everything today. But my man David Borey on the show. This is Classic Black Dude. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Binge on 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, and everything from hit movies to the latest news, comedy, live sports, and more. Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, or Fire TV and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. 
Support for this podcast comes from American Express, who is proud to be backing 100 Black women entrepreneurs, like Ree Scott, who founded a boxing community for women. Boxing helps women and girls to build their confidence. Or Taylor Long, who founded a clothing brand for all. Everyone should have access to the same style of clothing, no matter their size. 100 Black women entrepreneurs. 100% backing of American Express business. Meet the 100 at AmericanExpress.com slash 100 for 100. All right, we're back right here on Classic Black Dude. It's your boy Clark Jones, a.k.a. Pod Strickland, with my guest, David Borey, the official voice of Comedy Central. Hey, that's the... That's, that, you, that's, that gig is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Like, what was your reaction when you found out? Cause they used to be Kyle Kinane, a great Chicago comedian. Yeah, movie. I think the fir- I think, I think when they told me, I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> wait, wait. Somebody... That's my initial like oh. for everything. Okay, it's like fuck you, and then I like process it, and I'm like, "Oh, this is fantastic." Right. But like initially, I was like, kind of like, "Fuck, shut up." Are you able to process like where you are in the game, like the level that you're at? No, but I don't think anybody is. It's like growing, right? You don't know how tall you're getting. And you don't know, yeah, and you don't know, like, I don't know where I stack up in other people's minds. Mm -hmm. I just have my, like, view of where I'm at or whatever, but I don't know. Right, and also, nothing is ever what it appears to be from the outside. Exactly, and it's comedy so complicated. And, like, yeah, levels is so, like, that's such a hard thing to, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you made any mistakes in the game yet? Have you flexed on anybody accidentally? Because you see, you come off as humble, like you wouldn't make those I haven't types made of mistakes. flex mistakes, but I, other than that, I've made, I think, most of the mistakes. What do, what do, what do, I don't think I've missed a lot of mistakes. How do you fuck up? Just like everything. Just like when you first get money, not knowing how to do it. Everybody fuck up their first money. Everybody fucks up their first money when you first start telling jokes. Like, taking opinions that are too wild and I was wrong about. Just like, I think I've, you know, I think I've fucked up in every way that you can fuck up on every level. Yeah, and it's just like. And then that's like, because that's how, for me, that's like, I'm super hard-headed. So it's not so much that like. It's not so much that I was making a bunch of right moves, it's that mm. I was making a million wrong moves. Right. And then I'd learn from that and get to here. So yeah, I think I, I fucked up a lot though. Most of the time we're not in control of this shit, man. We're nowhere near it's, in control. Yeah, man. And Sometimes it's like, little know, mistakes hit hard because it was just the wrong timing for you to fuck up like that. And it's, it's hard. Like what we want to do is like a, I, I have to like tell myself to chill a lot because like I'll be so mad at myself, like, why isn't this, oh, this person's getting this so easy and I'm working so hard, and it's like, dude, my my dream at the end of the day is something that 200 people have gotten, so yeah, it's gonna be hard, like, you have to pay a toll, like, 200 people out of millions. Out of how many people are doing open mic comedy back home right now? And then you people, okay, People got you gotta cut off the fact like mad people have direct industry connects. But people don't talk about that. Or nepotism. It's not cool to be like, yo, my uncle is a VP. Or like how many people were just rich before this? Rich before this. I didn't if I'd have known if you'd have told not, me the numbers on that, I don't know if I would have started doing this. Like oh, when I started. Okay. Like if you'd have been the percent of people who were like either nepotism or like 
just have the resources to make this thing work? Because I thought it was like, because I didn't grow up watching comedy very much. Same. So I thought it was like, I thought anybody, I thought it was just a bunch of normal people. And then you're like, (laughs) oh, ex-famous dude, but also his dad has generational wealth. And you're like. Ex-famous dude. um, That was the thing that I think gave me such a tough time in New York that so many people came from money. And it's a language that you speak. Yeah, it's a whole, it is, and it's, it's like, and when you're not on it, it's very apparent. And people can, yeah, people can tell, people with money can tell right away if they're talking to somebody who also came from money. Yeah, and they can tell if you just got money. They could tell if you are fake being broke. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they yeah. know It's like. But then you add on top of that, there's also like, there's the shorthand of like, writers and being in a writer's room and like right there's all these things culturally that they maybe know about and i thought i knew a lot about white people until i started doing stand-up yeah yeah you you, and then you, you go to karaoke with them and you're like how do you all know this song and it's just they, but that's like, shit like that that's when know? i sit in the back of the, uh, the back of the room and i'm just like oh okay because I have a like my my background is I went to a black college, but my went to high school, Morehouse, right? Yeah, man, that's pretty cool though. It's great, and you know what's so dope? Like it's, you can call yourself a Morehouse man. You're wearing maroon and white. Yeah, <laughs> right Let the now. Know. <laughs> Talk that shit, boy. The G is silent. I uh, no, it's, that's always it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm blessed in that way. Do you go to homecoming? For sure, I did man. a comedy show last year at Morehouse. And, like, I tried to pledge and didn't make it, so it was just kind of a flex to be like, damn, y'all watching me That's <laughs> That's so cool, man. It was great. When was I was great. a kid, my mom's friend is from Tuskegee. Oh, So okay. we, went, we went to, we went, well, and, like, we went to visit them in Atlanta, and then we went to Tuskegee. In 96, the summer of the Olympics Oh, is why I remember it so well. But, like, I wanted to go to Tuskegee until I realized I wasn't going to go to college. Oh, why didn't, why didn't you go? Man, I left home early. It was just not in the cards. Like, was it was it fucked up as a kid? I mean, as much as you could talk about it? Yeah. I, it was fucked up enough that I felt the need to leave early. Okay. But it's better now. It just was like, it was also just like, I was like antsy to get out in the world. And What'd you do? Like, what was the, take me through from leaving home jobs wise to comedy like how'd you get to comedy okay so i left home and i was like still in high school so my buddy hit my friend who i was sleeping at his house his grandpa owned uh parking lots in downtown denver okay so i would work i would be a parking lot attendant for all the major events so like all-star weekend i was parking lot attendant carmelo yeah yeah all that shit Home home and garden expos, boat shows, shit like that. Okay. And that gave me enough money as a teenager. Is like through high school, that kind of gave me enough money to get by. And then it was just every job. I worked just... at car wash, gas stations, remodeled condos, shoveled snow, call centers. I worked at a casino. Like, I just, the casino was the last job I had before. That was right. All the smoke. You could smoke it. it no, be- this is in California. You couldn't smoke inside. Oh shit! Okay. You couldn't smoke inside, but it was like, how'd, what, why'd you how'd you get to California? So I was living in Elizabeth, Colorado, which is like a tiny town. Okay. And I got a DUI, and my parents were living in uh, Brisbane, California, which is right next to San Francisco. 
And I was like, okay. will you let me crash there for like six months so I could figure it out? Because I was working like 30 miles from my house at the time. Okay. So without a driver's license. That's fucked up. That's yeah. far as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like, in Colorado, it's not as far. Like people But like far even, there. that's at least 30 minutes. Yeah. So I was like, and I had been doing it. Man, this is so fucked up. I had been doing it without a car for a minute, but it was like, <clears throat> my days were so long. So I would wake up at six. My roommate uh, would drive me from our house to Parker, Colorado. Mm. And then I would catch a bus to the train and then I would take the train four or five stops into DTC and then I would take the shuttle bus from the train to my work. It took me like two hours to get there. To shovel snow? No, no, no. This is to do, I was a call center. I worked in a call center. No, no. Shoveling snow is awful. And then after work, I would have to like, I would have to walk to the bus stop that was like three, four miles away and then try to figure out one of my friends getting off work to drive me back to Elizabeth. But then I like did that for a while and saved up for a car. Then I got my car and I was cruising and I got a DUI like an idiot. What kind of car was it? Uh, 1990 Mercury Grand Marquis. Oh shit, American? Ooh. Oh, big too, big body. Bucket, bucket ass. Oh, but it was like, it was in pretty good shape though. Mm-hmm. Like the rag top was peeling a little bit. But like you couldn't tell that from far away. Did it have the uh, the the cloth roof? Yeah, cloth and, roof. It did it sag. It was ripping. Yeah, it was. Uh, Those things can't. I don't think they. They don't come think anybody, sagging. Yeah. Like as soon as they leave a light, has like the yellow shit inside yeah. that you could see. The rims. but it was like the the AC worked and like the heat worked, and yeah, man, I got a DUI like an idiot. Is that your vice? Is is alcohol your vice? I mean, when I was twenty two, it was everything. What what do you? I know I ain't trying to get all what the fuck on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. Are we but, good? But I also hate me. So like, why did you start drinking? I knew I've been drinking for a while. Uh, that's my Mark Marin, everybody. Uh, this is just fascinating because uh, you know there are comedians with authentic like stories that are fucked up. Like, yeah. And it's not, it ain't no, like, my dad was in 9-11 type shit. Like, you really had to go yeah, out and get it. It was just hard. It was, I just kind of grew up, it was rough growing up and stuff. So. And I wouldn't even know, as a kid, I, first of all, as a kid, I thought all white people were rich. As a kid. I did, but I had, like, a complicated relationship with that. But you were in Denver, too. So not you, as a little kid, though. As a little kid, in Eliz- this is Elizabeth? No, this is so, I moved to Elizabeth when I was, I moved to Aurora when I was 13. I moved to Elizabeth when I was 14. Okay. Before then, I'm from Tacoma in Federal Way, Washington. Oh, SeaTac. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that whole area, from Tacoma to Federal Way. So pretty much where all the black people are. But That's then, so crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, that's like, that's where I, I grew up. You, as a kid growing up in Chicago, you say Seattle or Denver, and I'm just- I can only think of rich white people. That's, That's it's it's fucked up because from being from there, you felt like people had such a chip on their shoulder about that because it was like, especially growing up, like it's like Compton, Chicago, yeah. <laughs> Watts. I'll shoot you, New Jersey. Yeah. No yeah. black people yeah. anywhere else. They, they ain't no gangster black movies yeah. about SeaTac. No man. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like you know everybody's selling drugs in the parking lot, but like you know. But also, I was living because we moved around a lot. Like I went to yeah. like between I went to like twelve schools total, eleven oh, schools shit. or something like okay. that. Okay, so we were just moving around a 
Okay. So it's just like kind of stressful as a kid. Was it, and this is the, just the understanding of it from the outsider, but like, did does African culture roots make it like, yo, you got to work, you got to work. All I know is the Headleys, and they, you know what I mean? <laughs> so is that like, is it is it I like mean, that? Ish, like as a kid, Africa just stressed me out, right? Because yeah. we're from Sierra Leone, so the war started when I was five years old. Okay. And then it just like Africa stressed me out because it would be like, we'd get calls at night. You know, we'd get calls at like four in the morning once a month, once every other month, and then it would just be my mom here and all the people that had died recently or whatever. Oh, shit. So you just like, so just being African stressed me out, and then it was like, we would always like be like, my mom would be, my mom's like a really good person. She, she would be like taking donations for the family and sending shit over there and mm-hmm. like holding it down, but we had no money. You're like, so damn, I was like, can so we I'd take like, care of this year? Yeah, I'd be like, bro, I, yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't have enough money to play football this year, but we sent a shipping container full of clothes over there. You, you get See? like, you get kind of upside down in your feelings about that. That's wild. Yeah. See, oh, and like, was it? Was this? Pardon me if I sound ignorant. No, that's but like, was this like the the gold arms getting cut off the diamond? Yeah, stuff too? yeah, that war, that war. Did the, you have family that was working in the diamond, like the the birds? Yeah, we're from. So I'm from Kono District in Sierra Leone. So like that movie Blood Diamond, yeah. where he found that diamond. That's where we're from. So shit. So, so did like you have the war started there and then kind of moved out throughout the country. What, so, what? like, they burned my grandpa's village down, like, three times. Just because... what just, You're just there, and that's, like... And you just in the way, and, and we like, need yeah. you up out of here. Yeah, dude, when I went there, you just hear crazy stories about, like, you know, them coming and, like, taking boys from our village to be child soldiers and shit like that. And, like, yeah. we had, like, people in our family who were kidnapped who never got found and stuff like that. Just war. I mean, war, you know what I mean? Missing girls, too? No, that was Nigeria, wasn't it? That's a lot of places in Africa. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Sadly. I mean, like, but I mean, it was this was more like w- just wartime, just war tactics. War yeah, practices. wartime stuff. And the two sides fighting in Sierra Leone specific, it was well, who versus who, just for the listeners. Man, it's really complicated. I mean, personally, I feel like it was Charles Taylor from Liberia trying to finance his war. Okay. But a lot of people don't. It was it was marked as a civil war, so it's just political unrest. So there was multiple sides trying to gain power the whole time. This is a safe space, so we salute <laughs> we salute black leaders. What you who, what you think about Gaddafi? Like, man, I don't overall. really have any major feelings about it. I feel it seems like he might have been a puppet. So there was something bigger than him. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. It's like so hard for me to speak on that, to be honest. Okay, that's fair. That's I'll speak on it. What do you What do you feel? I. You don't think he might have been a puppet for the Americans? No, oh no, because he wouldn't join. He didn't join the World Bank. Right, right, right. right. And somehow mysteriously, he, you know, the word is out this there. Getting way deeper than I thought. Yeah. It was. Well, shit, we we got to yeah. talk about this. Like yeah, this okay. is <laughs> this is direct African roots and African American getting along and having a common ground. So fuck the stereotype. Do you feel like there that. is a common ground? Absolutely. And what there's even more to explore. I mean, we're all. I from mean, the African. people are the same. The, like when I went to Sierra Leone, it's like, like, like the behaviors in, of the people are 
the same. No, there's somebody in, in Lagos right now who looks just like me. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, with yeah. all the colonization and all of that, looks just, same gap. Like, right. motherfuckers will, motherfuckers are sure that I are, is, are came here straight from Nigeria when they right. look at me. And I talk to Nigerians all the time. And it's just like, the same, uh, there's a style of dress too. Like that, that, that blood is so rich. Man, the style of dress thing. I was looking at my my cousin on Facebook. My yeah. cousins all dress better than me. The, they just, live in they live in Sierra Leone. It's like I, the poorest country in the world. But bro. you know, it's that French. <laughs> it's that French influence. Well, we I don't think. have that though. We're uh, we're we were a British colony. British, and they can't dress for shit. No, it's like, <laughs> I mean, they do. I, I shout out to Top Boy. I like that. Oh show yeah, I mean, Idris could dress. I guess he's Nigerian. Idris, first of all, okay, no, set the record this straight. This fucking guy is half Sierra Leone. Really? He's from Google that shit right now. I won't. He I believe never, you. <laughs> he just, uh, I think he recently just brought some property to like try to make commercial, but he's from Sierra. Like he's. Which is crazy to me because he never, I've never heard what tribe he is, which is wild. Okay. Like, if oh, you're from, if he's... like I said, I was Kono 15 minutes ago. Everybody but... knows. <laughs> Rep your turf. But he's like, yeah, I think he he claims London harder, but he's, he's, I think it's like, I think his people are from Ghana and Sierra Leone, but I know he's half. Yeah. I know, I knew about the Ghanaian part. I did not know about never the Sierra Leone. says nothing about it. Is it? Is Which it, is like if you're from Sierra Leone, that's like, that's tribal, not not tribalism because we all live, but like, it's crazy to me to be like, oh, to have never heard him be like, I'm Timney. Is there or is there classism with like tribal shit? Is it like, oh, you from Sierra Leone's pretty good about it? Like, there's like little shit. Like, I remember we were trying to get a bunch of my family was going from the village to the city yeah and we were trying to get uh a, like rent a van and it's like hard to do you know what i mean oh, okay so we're talking to people we're talking to people and finally the one guy's like oh you're kono i'm kono too and that's why he took us okay so there's shit like that but it's not not warfare by any means no sierra leone is a pretty good melting pot because it's like there's also like pretty good religious like it's mostly muslim but there's a lot of christians there mm. So okay. it's like they do they do pretty good as far as But like, is it looked down upon to be not from this tribe? Like what's the top tribe to I be mean, from? I mean all the cro- tribes will tell you that, right? Right. Like, oh, my grandma okay. will tell you that Timney people RIP. My grandma will be like Timney people are, but like I mean it's everybody has their feelings about right. it. Your you tribe know? is the the we best. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like that's like you think Chicago is better than No, I don't fuck I mean not fuck Chicago. But you know what but, I'm saying like but I'm, like, if it's like Chicago versus Atlanta, you're still absolutely. gonna yeah, 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 take yeah. Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like a pretty similar. Yeah, but that's also I grew up here, man. So it's kind of like I have my my scope of what that is is pretty limited. I got away from, or we got away from. So your 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 folks are in not not Biscayne, but Brisbane. I thought. Bis- oh yeah, Bruce- I heard Biscayne. And I was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Drake, don't Drake got a condo there? But you, you said Brisbane, so Brisbane, you're in Brisbane. You get the DUI, and come out there. You got to go out there. Yeah, but it's like the house is mad packed because it's like, it's my mom, my stepdad, my three little brothers, and my two sisters who had just come over from Sierra Leone. So damn, y'all didn't, y'all wouldn't, y'all didn't even come here together. You had well, to- it's complicated. So my sisters are technically my cousins. But their parents died during the war, and my parents adopted them. Okay. 
So they're, but they're still here, you know. Shout out Grace and Susan, they're doing good. And it's like there's no like differentiation. Like we sis, we siblings. It ain't oh, no. Oh yeah, I mean we don't even even when you go over there, cousins isn't really a word. It's just it's your brother or your sister. I love that. Shit. Yeah, there's no like. So it's just like, which was the part I liked the best about going over there was like, I grew up here with no family. Okay. Like I didn't meet any of my family till I was like, se- yeah, till I was seventeen. And then I go there, and it's just like you don't go anywhere without your family. Like mm-hmm. we just like everybody moves is everywhere you go. If you want to go to the market, if you're gonna go to the beach, like gang just gang, <laughs> ten deep everywhere Shit. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the walk like to the market or something like that? Was that like five miles? It was like so. My uncle lived on a hill. Oh, uh, in, he lived in Calbottown, and he lived on Mykina Hill. And the hill was like it was probably a mile up the hill. Okay. So, like, if they dropped you off, like, if you got a taxi or something from the city, they drop you off at the base of the hill. But then I was there because I was there for, like, three and a half, four months, three and a half months, something like that. I got to know everybody, mm-hmm. like, up the hill. So it'd be, like, chill. You know what I mean? Because like... you'd start walking, and then you'd, like, oh, what's up, pastor and his wife are right here. And then, like, <laughs> the dude at the the dude who rented video stores and or rented videos and sold Coca-Cola I'd stop at his and talk to him, and then I'd go see like Uncle TK and Esther. Like I could, I would just like, I knew everybody, so yeah. it's just like, you know, it's like your it's neighborhood. It's not like you just walking straight up a hill nonstop. No, you just, stop in at the pastor crib. Yeah, you grab a coke. yeah. It's like it's you like st- your neighborhood. It's just like navigating. You know what I mean? It's That's, like walking home. It takes a village. It takes a village. It yeah, takes a fucking village. Yeah. See, I didn't even man. I didn't know all this stuff. I was just like, oh, Dave's cool, man. But like, this is examining because you're very. I would say you're observational. Canadian. Yeah, my comedy's not really about. It's not me, personal. It's not very personal. Is that was that a choice or is that just your sensibility? I think that sometimes I have like this chip on my shoulder where I'm like, I want it to be. I don't want anybody to be able to say he only got that because of that. Okay. So I'm on some like, nah, man, I'll do it. Hands behind my back. I'll do okay. it as good as you do. Okay. Which is like probably maybe to my detriment sometimes. I, I don't know. Maybe not. It's worked for me. I mean, yeah, no. You, the and it's just like, voice. And when I started, like right when I started comedy, I was just coming off of like my life had been really crazy for a few years before. Okay. So I just didn't really know how to talk about that. But you knew how to talk about, oh, that shit look crazy. Let me talk yeah, about that. Yeah, like, oh, girls are weird to me or whatever I was talking about back then. Who was the influence? Who? Okay, no, this is the question. Who did you feel like you were doing an imitation of when you started comedy? See, that's crazy, man. I didn't grow up watching stand-up comedy. Okay. So at first, nobody. You were just up there talking. I just, like, I just was, like, kind of like, okay, this is how you write a joke, I guess. Okay. And then I just so like learn by doing. Kind so of there thing. was nobody, but then once I started going back and looking at people, I mean, I still to this day nobody's had a bigger effect on me. Once I saw Patrice, mm. once I saw Elephant in the Room, Elephant in the Room, because I was like, oh, I didn't know he's just talking, but he's so nice at it. Like I was like, oh, that's like pretty cool. So probably Patrice and like I don't know Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> what? You have a, that's one of your influences, man. I, I don't know, man. I just get that guy. Like, okay, when, like, okay. When he's like, especially like, sometimes you watch him and you see the way he hits it, and it's like, 
it's not perfect or whatever you would say for stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. but him, him for who he is and what his voice is, you see he's like perfect. Like watching that dude do comedy is like a beautiful song. Like yeah. it's joke and then tie and then like it's, it's just, a science to it's it. It's so good. It's and so good. He was one of those dudes, and he who, was such a scumbag. Not a scumbag, but he was like that character was 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 perfectly laid out. Yeah, he was one of those guys who quit quit and came back yeah he quit forever yeah he quit forever he yep. quit for like 20 years or something Tw- like 20 years he yeah gave, he and put then the he mic came down back and came back like and he solid. quit because he was a good guy he had a family and shit like it was a different time yeah and it's like a guy like that i look up to and i'm like oh man that's like i i feel your heart man you seem like a good guy who you like now what do you mean like like comics who you like now who you like watching it's hard for me to watch people yeah it's just like my friends yeah you know, you people. run with the the guys, the AFE guys. Ian, yeah, Michael we don't Lloyd. really do stand up together that much. My stand up's like, <laughs> like, you, my, like, are you a lone wolf? No, I got faded every Friday night. Uh, <laughs> we gonna talk about your plugs, uh, in a but no, I don't. I've been going on the road by myself for a long time. Uh-huh. So maybe in that aspect, I guess like we did an AFE tour in the, this year, and that was cool. And like I'm opening for Eric. Yeah, Andre, but this is—that's the first big tour I've ever opened for anybody else. For I mean, like when I say that, I mean like in the process of it, or like in the like the, writing the daily life of like I'll go if I, I'll go to a mic by myself. Like I'll go to um, a show just to watch by my. I don't necessarily need a pack in that way yeah, to go I and mean, do things. Honestly, I hate it. Makes me sound so bad, but like lately, I don't even need to if i'm not doing a show i'm not not going even to comedy okay comedy's like really i have a really hard time with it it's like i don't think that it's in a good place right now and it frustrates me a lot what place do you think it's in i i don't feel like there is as much original content as that everybody seems to be coming up from at it from the same angle and it didn't used to feel like that and it's not and 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 what's difficult is that angle that everybody is coming at it from definitely aligns with my personal beliefs and somehow i still find it boring because of that so you, you know what almost, I mean? Like you almost got to step out. We all hate out. Trump. Who cares? I don't, I don't know. even mention him by name. Yeah, or like, or just everything. Women should have equal rights. Yeah. Yes, queen. It's all I like. Yes, queen. Or whatever. It's just like it's like Lizzo. If, if, yeah, if that's what we're if that's what we're all saying, then fuck, man. That's not funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I look at it from the angle of I look at it as an opportunity. Like and I, I, I have the I have an addiction to making things harder for myself than yeah, I need I, to. I feel you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, it's like it's a really just a disabling disease where I have to be like, oh, it's difficult. Let me try that, right? Beginning with stand up comedy, so like everybody's taking this angle, and I'm always like, well, this is an opportunity for for me to be like, not talk like to stand right. out. I would think right. But also, I don't know if the game really appreciates you standing out as much as it once did. That's what I mean, and that's like, and that's like heartbreaking for me because I'm like, I gave my whole, 
I gave my fucking youth to this. To yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. To just so to, see, to yeah. so to feel like to feel like the whole of it maybe doesn't reflect how I feel is like kind of hard to see. Man, you know what's not hard to see? This break that we about to take real quick. <laughs> and I'm the master of segues, but uh, we here with David Bory on Classic Black Dude. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Classic Black Dude. What's up, everybody? I'm Graham Bunn. So excited to introduce you to Country Shine, where we're talking all things country music. That's right, and I'm Cameron Irwin, co-host and resident country girl at Tinseltown, here to welcome you to the family. Every Tuesday, we'll update you on the latest in country music, culture, and community. And on Fridays, I'll bring on country musicians and all the biggest names in the game. It's a gathering, and we want you here. You can listen to Country Shine with me, Graham Bunn, for free right here on Spotify. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in a new virtual room. Collaborate live, building ideas on the same page. And see more of your team on screen at once. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Man, you got good hair. Do you relax your shit? No. Bro. It's But it's just the top. Bro, I'm an idiot. I fucked around and put some texturizer Whoa. in. I know, dude. And now I got a scab, like... Right in the kitchen where it's like the like the swirliest. Yeah. It's not big, but I got a scab and I'm like, man, that's like what was I thinking? Is it did it so it burns your shit? I think so. I think so. It's all good. I wanted to be wavy. My hair's too curly. Oh so yeah. wait, so wait, so the relaxer like made it supposed to make it straight? It's supposed to make it straighter. My shit's like tight. Like I can't even grow a afro. Like it's like is is <laughs> yeah like I could I couldn't do that I couldn't do that it like my shit it's so tight it's like <laughs> I got like five different things going on like this is different than this and this is different than this and right like right in the middle is different than everything see but I could I just wanted I always wanted long I could never do it we back man were we were we recording all that yes because I love we probably could just keep that <laughs> we talking about hair black hair. Right here. Like, Chris Rock didn't cover that in the documentary. Dude's getting... Dude's hair. He talks about Sharpton. A little... Like, yeah, he talked about the perm, but, like, right now... This is, like, the the official last haircut right now, the high yeah, fade. That's the, yeah, that's the... That's the, the, the Kramer? It, I call it the Black Kramer. Yeah, that's... Man, that is... <laughs> Every black dude out here it's looking like, like Kramer standard. right now. It's, it's like the, the standard. It's the standard right now. And you... Everybody got the sponge? Are you got... You got... Have you always had cool hair, though? Um, I, I my hair was so I always had a good wave pattern on top. Like when right. waves were in, I was but popping. naturally, yeah. Or like, were you like, like no? I mean, I just wash it. I you know, and I well, uh, coconut oil. That's it. Do rags at night when I had waves for sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, and I had everything. I had braids. I had locks, but I couldn't really grow. My my shit was very. It wasn't okay. like Booker T or no shit like that. It was too thin. Okay. Because I got on top, I got real thin hair, so it was just it was just a mess. I've had bad hair my whole since I left my mom's house. Did you before I left my mom's You do house. braids? No, dude. That's how you got too. It's too. It's too. My shit's too. T- it would take me so long to grow my hair out. Who cut your hair for the half hour? Because that photo was was. Oh, oh no no! It was was it? Because your half hour was just 
Just dropped. Yeah, right? just just coming out. Who'd you who'd you go to? Because your haircut was immaculate. Uh, I went to this place in Hollywood, but I got I've been I've been good lately. So I got this guy in 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 North Hollywood that I've been going to. Are you? He comes to you, money. No, no. You, no. Are you? Are you? No, I go to the shop. I go oh, because also that's just because I like to go to the shop to listen to music in the community and just hear everybody talk about music or whatever is nice. But that's a that's a wage class, or that's a that's a different class. The uh... well, I was like very like <clears throat> in my mind, I thought I was like very righteous about like you know I just like. That's how humans like. This is how I look. I'm just gonna, but I was just too poor to afford haircuts. So for like, fuck, probably like ten years or something, I was not getting. I was just. You just like out there. It looked, and now I look back at pictures and shit, and it's like I got a pretty decent natural hairline, so it was all okay. right. But there are some pictures where I was like, that looks crazy. Like, like it's so long. But that was another. And I like, think just like that's just how I looked, though. You know that I think. It, it, and that shit that 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 sets you apart too, for what you're doing. I don't know if it, it was intentional choice, but like, you see all these black comics and they got sharp. Everybody got the haircut, and yeah. you just like fuck that. I ain't gotta be well, fuck all that pretty shit. It was also like I was dealing with the cards I was dealt. So like, <laughs> even from when I started, I was like, if I can't do this exactly how I want it, then I'll go work at the car wash. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like fuck it. It's yeah. not. Like, if I can't do it the way that I want to do it. So it was like, there was a lot of, like, me, especially in the early times, mm-hmm. me being like, yeah, fuck it. I'm broke. I didn't yeah. shower today. I sleep on a couch because what else am I going to do? I have to own it. Did you do Flophouse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flophouse was yeah. a thing on uh Vice. Ours was, like, ours was the most real one. Like, I hate to, like, say that, but, like, ours was, like. Legitimately. That was how our house this was. This is a real Flophouse. That party was, like, with all our friends. I remember that, man. I think that was the first time that I ever uh, saw you. And, like, I take notice. I think anybody takes notice of, like, oh, this is a black dude who, you know, got jokes. And Trying, it's about man. the jokes. Cool guy with jokes. Trying. So, like, I, that's why, I, I, you know, my, my senses go up because I want to make sure I'm not doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the for hard anybody. thing about, especially you said alt-black everything or whatever. Yeah. That's the hard thing is, like, there's – not many of us in this whatever you want to call this weird space we've managed to occupy. Yeah. So it's like, but it is like it is also so that like when you see everybody in whatever that is, it is all very different. It as they, I think so. I think I like to, I like to think so. The better they are, the more different it is, or right. like the more specific it is. A hundred percent. You know, we can all say, yeah, I went to high school with Mix, but, like, some people break down. I mean, like, there were no, there's only white people and Mexican people in my high school. I mean, but, like, even if you say that, and then if you break it down and say, like, the tribe or, like, the the type of Mexican or whatever. Oh. <laughs> like, so the more specific this shit gets, the better it is. You right, know, open right. mic will be, like, you know, man, I grew up with white people in high school, but like the person who really got their shit down is like, man, I grew up with trailer park white people from Elizabeth, and that's when we go. You're just gonna, oh, do, you're just gonna do my whole more. half right. hour. And you, you, yeah, you're just gonna do my whole half I'm, hour. I'm writing. Right I'm writing. <laughs> I'm writing for David Bory here on Classic Black Dude. We coming to an end on the on on the show, man. That was we like we didn't even get to the black sex. We didn't. We could talk about. We could talk about that. What, I don't know. It just says black sex. It just says, we're looking at the agenda. It says black sex, friends, and comedy. 
You you fuck w- with comics? No. You have, what's your policy? I tried. I tried. You tried to relationship in it or you tried to no, be a dirtbag? I've only, I've I guess a couple times I have, but I I try to not. I but like people who are comedy. We just had this whole we're gonna pretend like we didn't have this whole talk. What talk? Right before, I don't know what you're talking right about. Right before the shit started. If, it, if it's not if it's not here at Classic Black Dude, <laughs> if it ain't streaming on all networks, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, okay. podcast, then uh, it ain't been discussed. Yeah, I try not to. I, I, I haven't really. It's no. It's not necessary. It's so many. I'm people. also not like wild sexy like that. <laughs> That's my new uh, handle. Wild sexy. <laughs> Eighty seven. You know what I mean? I'm not like like I'm like. I miss signs and shit so much, and like Dude. when I'm hanging out with comics, I just want to be hanging out with comics so much that like I would. I, I don't like 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 man. So many times I've been at a festival, and the next morning like. Everybody hooked up, and I'm like, I didn't even. I, 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 I ate won't. a bunch of mushrooms. Like, I didn't hey, even know. I ain't going to act like, because I think uh, we did uh, Accidental yep. in Cleveland at the same time. And that in was. That, in, that, in that little. In that little. That was wild sexy. <laughs> man, see? Know. Bro, I didn't know. That's the thing. It man, was wild sexy. That's the thing. I'll admit, man. He got I think, wild sexy. I think I got like a little kid vibe or something. Yo, or like, like, some, like a very innocent, happy to be here vibe. I had no idea. Here's I what was happened. down there. I had no idea it got wild sexy. Here's where little by little. Mad <laughs> comics, two at a time, started peeling off because everybody was partying. Yeah, and then all the shows were done. I'm DJing, and like and we the had that drinks were free. The lounge, yeah, the drinks were free, and you just saw motherfuckers like, where did so? Okay, they gone, they gone, and they gone. I didn't even know. And bro. you just there to the end, yeah, <laughs> having fun. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, damn. <laughs> I've been that guy. He said, "Having fun, dude, dude." I've been that 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 night was incredible, but I have been, I have been, because I, I miss signs I'm, too. I'm steady that guy. Sometimes on purpose. I also, though, man. I also like for real. I've always been someone who separated work and hell yeah home. So like comedy, how much it mixes fucks me up because like like. When I like when I worked at Target or whatever, this nigga I wasn't worked at Target. Of course, I worked at Target. Everyone worked at Target, <laughs> bro. I had to push cart. Man, I have a what department? Everyone, bro. Okay, Pharmacy? so I was not. <laughs> you have to be skilled. I was a, I was a cashier, right? Okay, and they would make me push carts sometimes. There was a full time cart pusher who was like special needs. Okay, that, and, that's acceptable, everybody. And he got fired for yelling at a kid. And then I was a full-time car pusher. And I was like, yo, okay, so there's there's a list of everyone in the company. What type of business model? So they, they I'm hire- just saying it was like special needs dudes get fired. Who's the next available oh, person? Oh, you're, you're right beneath that. It was me. <laughs> it was David. It was like, let's get David to do it. I was like, man, I felt bad about that. Fuck that. I wrote it a short film about it. Oh yeah, you just had the short film for yeah, me. What's the a, name of it? It's called The Lot. It's gonna be online probably when this comes out. Um shit. Yeah, no. It'll be I hope so. It'll we'll there probably we get this out soon. Yeah, um We usually do uh Jeopardy form, but today we're gonna do um Break That Lyric Down. Oh, so boy. So three you're you're a hip hop head. Yes, sir. So like well I'll just do three lyrics and you just tell me what you take those lyrics to mean. 
Okay. You know, we'll start simple. Okay. All right, we'll start with the very famous Kanye lyric. Uh, Little was known in Sierra Leone and how it relates to the diamonds that we own. So when you heard that, what you what was your initial reaction to it? You're full of shit. You still wear diamonds all the time. I okay. <laughs> Wait, all right, you talking about Kanye? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, that song I thought was stupid. Cause like yeah. you don't. You did that for the bars. You didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't the... do that to me. You know what I mean? That's how I felt when that song was. Out. So you didn't feel no, flattered man. I felt by no that. type of flattery. Or kinship, or that he had that kid speaking Creole in the beginning. Of, no, ah, nothing, shit. nothing to like. None of, nothing about that way that song made you go, see, he gets it. Not, what proof he, do you He's yeah. stopping it. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking No, it's just like, it's oh. a cool thing to say. Okay, that's lyric number one. That's, that's what yeah. we're starting off with. Next lyric, Nipsey Hussle lyric from um, uh, Status Symbol 3. Um and Nipsey, rest in peace, Nipsey, man, one of my yeah, favorite man. MCs. But he goes, uh, uh, I ain't trying to lie, I ain't even flexing. Block for me, black man. No, they trying to stretch us. What's that mean? Say it again. Uh, I ain't trying to lie, I ain't even flexing. Block for me, black man. No, they trying to stretch us. It feels like it just means like we gotta work together, man. Community, right? Yeah, you know they're coming at us like. Block yeah. for me. Block for me. I'm going to hit the A-gap or whatever sport you're talking about. But you know Dude, what I mean? That was a very direct uh, reference. That was good. I played football. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The A-gap is the first hole. Yeah, the A-gap is off the center. Right. So, like, yeah. when you see that and running back. B is off the guard. But, yeah, it's like it's like block for me. Like, like we're in it together, man. Like I, I And, like, he embodied that more than anybody. Did, if I right? got it and I'm ahead of you, I'm going to yeah. make sure you can get in. Because nobody makes it in this thing. No matter what a motherfucker, and even if it's your uncle, your cousin, somebody blocked for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I don't have a third one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we gonna end the podcast, All man. All right, that was good, man. Thank you for having. I hope me. you have fun. Tell had the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at CoolGuyJokes87. You can find me on Twitter at the G is silent, although not that much anymore, man. That's it's toxic over there. It is real daily over on Twitter, and you can plug your pod too. Oh yeah, all fantasy everything is a great podcast that I'm a co-host of, and faded comedy every Friday night in Los Angeles at the Mid City Arts Center. Yeah, but we might be moving. But y'all might be moving, so stay in tune. Yeah, you got the half hour coming got out. The half hour coming out. You showed up in on the on the jumbotron. As yeah. In time- in Times Square. Yeah, and I'm going to be on a billboard in, on Sunset, apparently. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I got to go take a picture. Everybody's going to New York to take a picture. There's, I'm like, I'm not flying. They're to going New to New York? A few people. See, these motherfuckers got money, man. I guess so, man. Either way, <laughs> I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for my brother, David, to have his, just his own. Is it just you or are they going to have everybody who did it? I think it's everybody. You're going to get your own shit. We're going to get our own shit. I can't wait One to classic day. black dude is right outside the that comedy picture. store. <laughs> yeah, That's hopefully. Yeah. At the Clark Jones, where you can find me, classic black dude on all formats, and like, comment, subscribe to this podcast. And uh, man, I'm so thankful. This has been great. And uh, it's your boy, Clark Jones, aka Pod Strickland, right here on Classic Black Dude. Thank you. Thank you.